Well, hello and welcome once again to the kitchen table with Arctic Eric. This is something new. What does that mean? Well, new meaning I'm going to have a series that I will be releasing on Fridays. And these Friday podcasts will be the audio tracks from videos that I have recorded and put up on both Facebook and my YouTube channel. And the link for the YouTube channel will be included in the episode information for these podcasts. This Friday release is going to be testimonies that I have been sharing as I've followed the Lamb all of these decades. Uh, I hope you're encouraged by them. Well, here we are again. This time the city's behind me and home is ahead of me. And uh, it's summer, but if you notice, I have a vest on because it's Arctic summer. It's about 58 degrees at 11 o'clock in the morning. A little bit breezy, so I thought, well, I better put a vest on. Good to be here with you. Listen, I'm going to continue sharing some different things from my walk with Jesus, testimonies, and I've been thinking about healings. Of course, we know that the greatest healing of all is when the relationship between a human being and his, and their creator is reestablished through faith in Jesus Christ, having peace with God. But there's also physical healings and uh, other kinds of healings, but I want to think back here and testify a bit about some uh, physical healings. I'm thinking, first of all, on the first time I prayed for a sick person. It was the end of the 70s. One of my co-workers and I were chatting on the phone one morning and uh, she shared with me, I, I didn't know it before this time, that her baby was born with no real sucking reflex and was not able to take a bottle. And of course, feeding that infant was uh, certainly challenging. And I was kind of new in the faith, as we say. I had spent a lot of time in the Word. But nonetheless, uh, during the conversation, it began to stir on the inside of me. Well, ask her if you can pray for her baby. Ask her if you can pray for her baby. And so toward the end of the conversation, I said, well, by the way, how about if I pray for your baby? And of course, what mother would say no? So she didn't say no. And I don't remember what I prayed, but I simply obeyed that prompting, that feeling, that thought, that unction to pray. And that was it. And the next morning she called me crying. And the first thought that came to mind was, oh Lord, no, the baby passed away during the night. Oh, me of little faith. I'm sure glad it doesn't count on my face, but I can count on God's faithfulness. But anyhow, she's crying, and of course I'm asking what happened, fighting off those thoughts. And she said, for the first time, my baby took a bottle last night. Oh, my, my, my. And of course, I was happy and I was rejoicing, but it was nothing compared to her tears of joys and words of thanksgiving. My, my, my. So that was a pretty good introduction to 
does God heal today or not? At least it was for me. And one thing I knew for sure, it wasn't my faith that did anything. It was a God who's faithful to his word and his promises and his provision. And all of them are found in Christ Jesus. Glorious God. Then I think back to, uh, which do I want to take now? Yeah, a good friend contacted me and said that her mother was in the hospital and uh, it wasn't looking good. That she was in the final stages of some kind of cancer and would I go to the hospital and meet with her? And uh, of course I would. Young in the faith, but that's okay. It isn't how long we've known him. It's the one we know. So anyway, uh, I recall going there to the hospital. And I recall, I don't remember, but most likely it was not my Amplified Bible, but possibly the good old King James. Anyway, I'm not stuck on translations. I'm stuck on the one who inspired the authorship the one who authored it, Jesus, by his spirit. But anyway, so all I remember was I, I kind of had the thought, okay, read Matthew chapters 8 and 9. And I thought, hmm, okay. So all I did was sit there and read to her Matthew chapters 8 and 9. And that was it. Closed the Bible. <laughs> to be honest, I don't remember if I prayed or not. But I know that I read those two chapters. Hang on here, I gotta turn. Check both ways. Okay. And the next morning, her daughter calls our friend and says, what did you tell my mother? And I'm like, one thing I'm sure of, I didn't tell her anything. And I said, look, all I did was go in and read chapter 8 and 9 of Matthew. She said, well, she got out of bed this morning, she got dressed, and she went home, and they're wanting to know what happened, they at the hospital. Well, as far as I know, she never went back to the hospital. One thing I know also, it wasn't me. It was that amazing God who loves us and who lives in us and who wants to minister through us. And then I go to, uh, let's see, I don't remember if it was my first or second trip to India. Oh, I like India. Organized chaos is a wonderful description. Anyway, uh, there was a man in sitting, sitting literally on the ground on the front row in a meeting. And uh, it was pretty obvious he was all crunched up. And at the end of my sharing, I was consciously aware that to my left, there was a little hut with warm Indian tea, half tea, half milk, which I happen to like if it doesn't have too much sugar in it. And over off my right side was this challenge, this, this person crippled from birth I came to find out. Well, I literally began to move toward the left of the platform to the refreshing side and uh, I paused, and a woman came up to me and grabbed my white, clean, short sleeve shirt arm and took me over to this guy and put my hand on top of his head. And I'll tell you what my thought was. Where is the healing evangelist when you need him? 
Well, my hand's on his head, so what am I going to do? I'm going to learn about grace. I said, Lord Jesus, you're gracious and graceful. Have grace on this man. Okay, I turned my back and I left. And the next evening, he walked into the tent. Again, I know it was not me, myself, and I, but it was the greater one in me, the one who is filled with grace upon grace. But I've noticed in seeing healings over the years, if we don't pray for people, we don't see them healed. Now, certainly not everyone I've prayed for gets healed, but not everyone I preach the gospel to gets saved. But I don't stop preaching the gospel, and I certainly don't stop laying hands upon the sick. So those are three highlights out of the journey. I think that's it for today. The Lord bless you. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're encouraged mightily. The God of all grace is in you through the spirit of grace, the spirit of Jesus Christ, that wonderful person of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Good day.